0: And good morning. I don't know about you, but that was a pretty neat time of worship. I just felt the presence of God just in this place, and and I'll be honest: of the last, I don't know, month, month and a half, I feel that there's been a a real presence of God amongst our gatherings, just in worship, and just just hearing just you speak, and uh, and I think the more that we lean into Jesus. And what we are seeing, I think, as a church, the more that we're leasing, leaning into Jesus, just especially in this time of our season of church, I feel like he's just showing up more and more. And it's amazing when you step out in faith, just how God shows up. And, 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 and I'm finding that just with just our services, just even just my own prayer life, just hearing God, hearing God speak. And so I love the second song that we sang today, that song, Ev- Your Praise Will Ever Be On My Lips, because it talks about the bride of Christ. It talks about... God transforming his bride. His bride is the church. And the whole reason our generation church exists is because we want to make the bride of Christ beautiful again to a world that God loves. We want to show the world that there is beauty in the church. It's funny, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were at a Friendsgiving, and then last night we were at somebody's party, and they found out I'm a pastor. And sometimes when they find out that you're a pastor, a lot of it is just like, ah. are they going to take me now? And uh, and it's funny because Raquel was talking to this girl and she goes, so you, your husband's your pastor? Like, he's still a pastor? He's like, right now, he's a pastor. And uh she said, yeah. He goes, oh, we just said some awful things. Like, and we do some awful things. And Raquel was just like, yeah, that's why we kind of don't mention we're pastors because we just want you to be you. And, And the job of the church isn't to look at what people say or what people do. It's to look them in the eyes and say, Jesus loves them. And as a church, that's what we want to be. And so we are in this position where we're just in this transition right now. And as just uh, Chris and myself, we, we've just been talking just a lot about, okay, what's next to the church? Where is God heading us and God leading us? And all we've been talking about, all we've been feeling God is saying is marketplace, marketplace. The church needs to be in the marketplace. And so today I was going to stand up here and and kind of uh, just announce kind of January and February where, uh, where we're having the small gatherings, where we're having the large gatherings. But this week uh, some change of events happened that kind of for me came out of left field if uh, an English guy can use a baseball terminology and um, and uh, uh, an opportunity came up that uh, we're exploring right now that would be an incredible opportunity for us, would put us right in the middle of the marketplace, and it, f- and it feels like the people want us there. And so um, uh, we, there's lots of questions, lots of things. Uh, and so today I'm not going to announce where we're going to be in January yet because uh, we're just waiting on these people. They said they would get back to me on Friday uh, or Friday. They said, we're going to get back to you as soon as possible. So this is what I'm going to ask for you guys to pray for favor for us as a church this week, because uh, it's amazing when God opens the doors, it's, it's just like, wow, like this is better than I thought I could have done. And that's what God does. And that's what happens when you believe in faith. So just pray this week for us as a church that we will find favor uh, with uh, the people that we're dealing with because it's a great opportunity of uh, the place that we may be able to go into. And so uh, hopefully I'll have news on that next week. And then just one more thing, just through this process, um, on a Sunday morning, just at 9.30, we've just been praying in here uh, just uh, for the church and and, and things. And um, as we've been praying, I've just been writing down some things that I thought God has just said to me over the last couple of weeks. Um, and so what I, I, I'm going to ask you guys uh, is not something that we normally do, but during this season, we want to hear what God is saying and what God is speaking. Um, and so um, if you feel that God has laid something on your heart or you've got something that you feel that God wants to say to us as a church, then, um, then there's a, well, a flip chart just over there to your left. Uh, there's some pens on there. If you want to just write that on there, and uh, so, you know, a place that you can you can share what you feel God has laid on your heart. Um, and we would love to read those. We want to hear what God is saying to you um, as well as what God is saying to us um, as, as well. So so if if you feel God has laid something on your heart, then that's an opportunity uh, to do that. So, well, next week we are going to start uh, just a mini two-week series, a uh, Christmas series called The Wonder of Christmas. We've been going we go through this wonder series. And I thought, well, let's bring this into Christmas as well. And so... Uh, Uh, Next week, uh, we're we're, we're going to start that. And then on the 22nd, we're going to have a big Christmas service. Um, And so make sure you invite your friends and family. Um, Our last service here at at this location. Um, And so make sure you join us uh, for that. Uh, But also come out next week for the start of um, our Wonder of Christmas series. But we started this Wonder series back in uh, September. And we started with the story of Abraham and his father. And uh, God telling them to go, but they had no idea where they were going. Um, and through this series, I think God has just really touched my heart and made me dream and imagine what God could do more than I could even uh, have thought before. And so this 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 series has just built faith in me. And so we're going to close out this series today. And today uh, uh, we're going to have Josh Garner come and share the word. Josh and Rachel uh, have been part of our community just uh, since the uh, the late summer and uh, early fall. Uh, they came from New Mexico. So uh, this winter is uh, kind of of, you know they're getting adjusted originally from Pennsylvania but they were out many years in New Mexico so their blood is a little thin uh, so uh, just uh, you know uh, uh, think about them when it's freezing cold outside uh, but uh, uh, Josh uh, uh, is a uh, worship pastor I'd say by, uh, uh, by 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 gifting but uh, he feels like God is calling him in, in into more pastoral ministry into maybe church planting and so when I hear that my heart just goes crazy uh, I'm like I'm like a kid in a candy shop when I hear someone wants to plan a church and things like that. So uh, it excites me. So uh, this morning, uh, Josh is going to come and share the word. And uh, so let's give Josh a big old uh, Generation Wood Church welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um,
1: yeah, this is this is awesome. Thank you for having me. And and some of you didn't know you were having me, but thank you anyway. <laughs> Um and uh and thank you, uh Pastor Alex and, and Pastor Chris and for trusting me with this with um we've only known each other for a little bit and hopefully I don't mess this up. If I make any mistakes, you can talk to him afterwards. Um So uh yeah, we're just a little bit about ourselves. So uh my wife and I are, we have four kids and um we grew up in Pennsylvania, Harrisburg area, all of our families there, and we felt the Lord call us out six years ago to New Mexico. Um, and I worked with the church there for a bit, and then we just started feeling the Lord talk to us about planting churches, and, and so it took a couple of years to pray about that, and we felt like this area. Actually, we felt like the Baltimore area, just, um, maybe not the city, but the greater Baltimore area, and I got a job near the airport, and so we were not even looking in Harford County. I didn't want to pay the tolls every day, um, but the Lord, we, it took us like a month to find a house after we were already out here, and, um... This is where the Lord led us, and, and so far, so good. I think this is where we're supposed to be. This is the first church we visited, and it's just, um, we, we were here the the beginning of this series, this Wonder Series, and that, that first Sunday is when um, Pastor Alex announced that we weren't going to be in this building anymore, and they, um, they told their landlords, we're not renewing the lease, but they have no plan afterwards, and um, we talked to Pastor Chris before the service, and he's sitting in front of us. And as the service is over, he turns around and he's like, yeah, this was a bad week for you guys to come. <laughs> and 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 yet, yet, my wife's in tears. And I'm like, no, this was the perfect week for us to come. Because this is how we've lived our lives of this. I mean, when we talk about moving to New Mexico and then moving back across, two cross-country moves, this is not something that we wanted to do. Like, this was not on our radar of, like, you know, I don't know. Rachel, my wife wanted to be in same area her whole life and I did for a long time too Until the Lord started leading me away and you know when we started it's so we had so many different um we had opportunities to go other places and do other things and we just kept feeling like this wasn't it this wasn't it and then um we were getting each other's text messages at the same time for for whatever reason something was wrong with our phones and I get a text about this opportunity in New Mexico and we were both I'm at work she's at home and both of us are just like this is it like as soon as we see the text we just felt like the Lord was on it you know this is it and then and then, you know, we found out it's in New Mexico. And my wife's like, I'm not sure if this is it. And, um, and so it was, and it was in hindsight, it was difficult. But in hindsight, it was it. It was it. It was, it was what the Lord wanted for us. Goodness gracious, it's hard to do one-handed. I'm going to keep that off. It's what the Lord wanted for us. And it worked out. It was perfect. It was great. It was awesome six years. And then he leads us to a place where we don't know anyone. I do know one person who's in the city, but I don't see him very often. Um, But I don't know anybody, you know, when we moved here. And so it's just been another process of, like, more difficulties. And so thank you guys for being um, kind and welcoming and friendly. And, um, yeah, this is where we're supposed to be right now. So, yeah, we are eventually going to plant a church, but we're taking our time just getting to know the area and building relationships with uh, you fine people and other people as well. So that's, that's us. Um, yeah, I just want to pray again, if that's all right. Just Holy Spirit, we just welcome you. God, I thank you for worship today and, and, and just the power of your presence. And your presence is here. And as that last song finishes, you know, a miracle can happen now because you are here. And we know that you are here because where two or three are gathered in your name, you are here. And we are here for you. And so we know that you are here in return. And so we bless you, God. We welcome you. We can, we can be aware that you're here and know that you're here, but we welcome you. We want you to be here. We want you to have your way, no matter what happens. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so um, we're going to, I'm going to play it easy and play it safe and just pick like a life verse that a lot of us have to preach on, like, something that a lot of us just just love and live by and something that we, it's just the easy verse, you know, I'm playing it easy. So can we put the Proverbs up there real quick? On the slides. Without oxen, a stable stays clean, but you need a strong ox for a large harvest. Doesn't that just hit home? Like, that's just, it just preaches itself. You know, I mean, this is, you know, right right next to our live, laugh, love wall decals. We all have this up on the wall as well. Just makes us feel like Chip and Joanne. It's just, it's great, you know. Without oxen, a stable stays clean, but you need a strong ox for a large harvest. And so, you know, when, when the angel tells Mary that she's going to be... Pregnant with uh, with Jesus and all this stuff, you know, she just found strength in this verse. We know that. Um, no, that's not the case, obviously. So, but, 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 even even though maybe Mary might not have thought of this verse, it actually applies really well. So I'll I'll get to the verse in a second, but let, let's just get the picture of of Mary. You know, real young girl, and. And she gets this word, she's engaged. She gets this word from his, a visitation from an angel that she's going to be pregnant from God, with God, and she's still going to get married and and she's going to raise the son of God. Like it's mind blowing, you know. And it's and it wasn't an, it wasn't easy news. Like wait wait so like wait how am I getting pregnant again? And wait what this is god this was actually wait the son of god and trying to figure this out i mean she's what 14 15 like i don't know if at any age if you can handle that news but definitely not in like 8th grade and uh and yet so here's this this crazy news and then and then joseph's got to deal with this i mean his wife's pregnant and he didn't do it and so like he's got to figure out this news and and it's just there's angel visitations. There's, I mean, this there's, there's you can't tell other people. I mean, you can tell other people that, oh, an angel came to me and said that the Lord would get me pregnant. Like, yeah, right, Mary. Yeah, no one, no one buys that. No one believes that. You know, so it's like she's gonna have this view on her from everyone else, no matter what you say. Is automatically gonna be carrying this news, and so this is like the best news in the world, and yet it's really hard, difficult news. You know, it's something it, it's causing. A big old mess. And you can look at story after story in the Bible. I mean, especially like the book of Acts is just one thing after another of, of people have this idea of something and God comes in with his presence and just wrecks their idea. And he just comes in wrecking it. He wrecks it with Mary. He wrecks it with at Pentecost. He wrecks it with, with Saul before he became Paul. It just comes wrecking it, just like that awesome worship song, Wrecking Ball by Miley Cyrus. You know, we just praise the Lord. Wrecking ball. You came in like a wrecking ball, Lord. And um, <laughs> So, let's talk about our life verse over here. Um, Without oxen, a stable stays clean, but you need a strong ox for a large harvest. So basically, you can have a clean stable. You can have it nice and neat and pristine and get Mary Poppins in there with her glove and it's just like, oh, no dust and it's just beautiful. But, a stable is made to hold an ox, and when the ox comes in, it's not so clean. You know, you have the dirt from the ox, the, the mud it can bring in if it's raining, you know, and, and, and then it's got to have its food and eat, and then stuff that happens after it eats. And it's just, you know, you can try to keep it tidy, you know, so it's not like terrible, but it's not going to be clean. But that's okay, because a stable is made for an ox, and ox is not made for the stable right and now this is proverbs the book of wisdom and yet this really isn't that wise that's kind of just common sense right but it's it's just more of a picture it's more of a symbol and so it's like when the presence of god comes in you have all the benefits of it like you're just like all the benefits of having a strong ox you have all the benefits of having the presence of god but there can be a mess sometimes but that's okay because our hearts were made for him and he was not made for our hearts. And so when we invite him in <coughs> no matter what the cost we are saying just come lord come i want i want you no matter the cost and then you find out the cost and you're just like well i didn't i didn't really want that and you know it's kind of like us with new mexico oh, this is it this is it new mexico i don't think this is it you know or 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 how about I don't think this is our building. Let's, let's go ahead and tell our landlords. This isn't it. This is, you know, we're not going to renew our lease. Do you know where you're going? No. Now it gets closer to the time, and you're just like, I'm not sure if we made the right decision. This is really difficult. This was, can we, st- can we change our minds? Can we go back to the landlords real quick and be like, you know what? We were wrong. We were wrong. We want to come back. It's like, no. Even though you make a mess, or you don't make a mess. Like the, the Lord comes in with his wrecking ball, and he makes a mess sometimes. But it's a good mess. These are good problems. When when Pentecost came and the Holy when the promised Holy Spirit came and Peter gave this awesome sermon. It said 3000 souls were added to their number that day. Like that would, and it's and that was like in the marketplace. And so we're talking about going to the marketplace. So it's like we come into the marketplace and and Alan or Alex preaches the sermon of his life and then boom 3000 people just added to our number. Okay, that's awesome. But logistically it's a nightmare. Like what do we do with 3000 people? Like I don't know. I mean that sounds great, but that's, that's terrifying. Like, and so it's a mess. And, or, or like Saul on the road to Tarsus, and, and the Lord shows up in a powerful, awesome way, and he has this awesome vision, and then he's blind. And then the Lord heals him from the blindness, and then it's just like his whole life is a mess after that. And, and time and time again, you see this in Scripture. It's God comes in, and then he just makes a mess. But it's good. But it's a mess. And so it's kind of balancing that out. And so that's what this this scripture is talking about. And that's why there's wisdom in this. It's saying, yeah, I mean, you can fight and fight and fight and try to keep a stable, a clean stable. But if you'd rather have a clean stable than an ox, like if you're like, this ox is too much of an issue. And my stable is just not clean. So that out goes the ox. But that's foolish, right? Because the stable was made for the ox. The ox is not made for the stable. Did I say that right? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Caught myself. All right. And so when we invite the Lord in, we can invite him in, and then I guess that's where like religion is, is like, hey, you know what, this is too messy. Let's just kind of put you to the side a little bit, just a little bit, so I can keep this area clean. Okay, now this is this messes you, so let's move you just a little bit more, move you a little bit more, and then all of a sudden you find out everything's nice and clean, and you've got a nice, neat religion, but all of a sudden God's not there anymore, right? And so... For me, it's worth it. And I just want to encourage you guys, it's worth it. It is worth it. It is worth the mess. I can tell you from our experience with, with cro- traveling across the country and all the dif- difficulties we've had, and there's so many stories we could tell, not just of New Mexico, but just of everything. There's a lot of difficulties we went through, and yet it's worth it. It's worth it every time. And there's some things that are continually just pressing in and, and, and trying to wreck us. And so we just turn to worship. Like like these songs, like these songs today, like this is how I fight my battles. It's like when these things are pressing in against me and I'm freaking out because my stable is filthy or whatever, you know, my heart is just is, is a, under attack. It's a mess. I just start worshiping. Like you can let it just keep attacking you and just let it just, you know, push you into a corner until you're, you're, you can't fight anymore, like the stress and worry of a situation. Or you can stand up against it. And sometimes it's not really standing up against it. Sometimes it's still, you're still cowering, but you're just like, okay, I believe you will overcome and I will lift my song in praise of all you've done, even though you're not actually feeling it yet. You know, I believe you will overcome and I will lift my song in praise of all you've done until you're getting stronger and stronger as you repeat these choruses and you you sing these songs and you repeat these verses and you pray these prayers and you stand up strong against the things that are coming against you. There's, generation is as a church you guys are doing something that that's why we're still here is this this act of 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 saying we don't want to be we know this building is, is these buildings have been great but this isn't it and so we're going to press in for what it is and there's a cost to that and you you counted the cost before it happened But now it's like starting, the pressure's coming in. The pressure's coming in. And so I can see where where stress may be rising up and fear may be rising up. And doubts, like, did we do this right? Was this right? I mean, yeah, I don't don't know. And so you just keep pressing in with, you can press in with doubts or you can press in with praise. All right, you can let the doubts just overwhelm you or you can let, God's presence overwhelm you. And even when you don't feel his presence, you, you declare these songs, you declare these scriptures, and you, you press in until these things start to, to break through, until you feel it. Like the Puritans used to say, pray until you pray, meaning like, like go through the motions until you actually start feeling it in the spirit, right? And so um, oftentimes what God is doing in a corporate body or what he's doing with your leadership It's a symbol and a sign for what he wants to do with you individually. All right? So so like saying, generation is is stepping out in faith and saying, this isn't it. I want to find what it is no matter what the cost. And the cost is tough and difficult. But you're going to see this work out. You're going to see this play out over the next couple weeks, and you'll see the answer to prayer. And you'll be like, okay. Okay. This place is better. You might not think that right away. You might get to the new place and be like, oh, "I don't like it. I like the old place." This is, this is. I don't know. I like to be in three different buildings and stuff. And the kids are too close now. And I don't know. It's just. I don't know. It's just just tough. I don't know, and so that the kids thing hit little hit home a little bit more than it should have. Guys, come on. It's okay. Kids are good. Um, <laughs> But it's like you, you might feel that right away, but eventually you're, you'll start to see, no this was this was good. This is what it was supposed to be. This you know what? you were right, Lord, you were right. You were right. This is good. That was tough. I'm glad that's passed. now this is good. And so follow the example of your church. Or follow example of your leadership. <clears throat> you may be going through something now or you may be going through something eventually where where you' you're seeking more of the Lord. And yet, the things around you aren't going the way way they should. All right, and the circumstances are telling you, this is this is what's wrong. And they're trying to make you focus on the circumstance and keep your eyes away from Him. All right, sometimes the circumstance is like gets in your gets in your way. Just like, no, look at me. This I'm more important. I'm more important. This needs to be figured out. You can look at that in a second, but look at me now. And yet, and it, God is just constantly just I'm here. I'm here. Look at me. Look at me. And and sometimes the the circumstance speaks louder. But you just, you say, no, no, no. Like, I've got to pay attention to this. Even if I don't feel God at this moment, even if I'm not hearing him at this moment, I know he's truth. Like, we can know he's good. We can all, like, in our minds, we know about it. We, we have, we understand the, the concept that God is good. But at some point, we're gonna have to experience that for ourselves, and just rely on His goodness and trust Him on His goodness. It's like in, um, it's like in Indiana Jones, all right, the uh, Last Crusade, when he has to step out of faith and he's got to like make that big step onto like the. It looks like there's just a big chasm and there's nothing there, and he just steps out, and then boom, and all of a sudden he's standing. It looks like in midair, but there's like a hidden pathway or whatever. And it's just like, he can't know that that's there until he steps out towards it, right? He's not going to know that's there until he steps out. So you're not going to know intimately, personally, the goodness of the Lord until you step out into it and trust him and say, I'm going to trust you, God. I I know this is this is a cost to this. It's like having, like, so we gave the story of, of Mary and and baby Jesus. But if you've had kids yourself, you know, there's, we can always say, like, oh, there's never a right time to have kids. Like, there's just, you know, oh, I'll just wait till the right time. I'll wait till we have enough money and things are settled and, you know, things are paid for. And it's like, oh, so you're going to wait till you're 70? You know, like, and so at some point you've got to make that step. And you're just like, and. You know, it's usually the man. is just like, well, we don't have enough money. We can't afford this. We can't afford this. Baby comes. You're going to find a way to afford it, right? Right? When, when something comes in like that, like, you're going to find a way to make it work. And, yes, children are wonderful. I've got four of them. And I love every minute of it. Well, not every minute of it. <laughs> a lot of minutes of it. Because they're also a mess, especially babies. I mean, they're a literal mess a lot like the ox in the stable it's just a literal mess and 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 it, you lose sleep and you lose your patience and you know when i'm when i've ever done an interview i'm always telling people oh yeah like it takes a lot to get me upset unless you're my children then it's just like boom zoom like like that and and so yeah i'm a pretty patient you know guy except for my kids i'm sorry taylor i'm sorry i'm not patient with you <laughs> um and so um yeah, we just, I'm going to move on. I'm going to go, let's, let's go to the next verse, the next slide. I don't know if you have it on one slide or two slides. I think you preached on this chapter a couple weeks ago, right? Um, so then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will go down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep is his love. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. And a lot of other translations say, and be filled with all of his fullness. So it talks about how wide and long and high and deep is his love. And then it says we can be filled with all of his fullness. And I think in, in some ways we have. like we've been, we've been touched by all his fullness. But I can also say in another way, I haven't experienced all of his fullness. And that's a promise. That's a promise in scripture. And so I want to press into that. I personally want to experience all of his fullness. And I don't know what that looks like. And you, I mean, I'm sure Mary didn't know what it looked like to go through all the stuff that she was going to go through. I'm sure it didn't even cross her mind that people wouldn't get it and people would look at her as a person that isn't righteous. You know, when when in Acts when Jesus before he ascends, he says, I'm gonna give you the promise or the baptism of the Holy Spirit. They had no concept of what that looked like. They didn't expect tongues of fire on their heads and speaking in tongues and then giving a sermon where three thousand people are just added like that. Like they weren't expecting they didn't expect all the troubles that came in the book of Acts and the persecution. They didn't expect any of that. Like we we may not know what to expect. But if there's a chance to receive more of him, I'm going to go for it. And I just want to encourage you guys, like, watch your church. Watch your leadership. See them as they go through these processes. See the answered prayer because it's coming. That's, that's coming. That's, that's, without a doubt, it's coming. Watch this f- be fulfilled. See this whole thing played out. And then be like, okay, let me test this a little further. Let me test this myself. Let me test this personally. God, I do want more of you. And, and just like generations saying, we want more, and this has been great, but this isn't it. And so we want to find it. We're going to go for it. And so in your own life, just, just look at your life. Watch this play out. See the answered prayer and say, okay, God, I'm not experiencing all of your fullness. There is more. You have so much goodness and power and presence And even just a a drop of your goodness in my life will change things. But you're promising me all of your fullness, and so I want to experience that. And I I am afraid. I am afraid of what may come. But I just want to just test it. I want to go a little bit further. Another sermon um, recently was was Pastor Chris, and he talked about Ezekiel and the river of God, and how he goes out, and it's like his ankles, and he goes out further, and it's up to his knees. He goes out further, it's up to his waist. And then what's after waste? Is it is it over the head or is it up to like here? Was so, it over the head? Is the next thing? Yeah, and I've seen that. I've like I've thought about that a couple times. I talked to Pastor Chris about this. It's like sometimes you step in and you're just like waiting, like W A D I N G, you know, <laughs> and uh, you're waiting in the water, and that's fun. I I love to just go into like you know not this time of year. That'd be terrible. But uh, when it's a hot day and you just kind of like take your shoes off and just step in. It's just how oh, it feels nice just to wait. And like, and you can be there and enjoy that. And then you can go deeper and you can start, you know, if you have shorts, you kind of roll them up anyway, because it's going up to your knees and you're making sure it's not touching your, your shorts, but you're, you know, you're in a little, in a, in a little bit more and you're enjoying the water more that you're getting cooled off, but it's really only up to your knees. And then there's the point where you actually decide to go swimming. And that's when it comes to a certain level that affects everybody and the temperature and everything. And, and it gets your clothes wet, and it, you're just like, whoo, like, I'm swimming now. Like, like this, I'm not going back, you know, I'm swimming. And, and then you go deeper, and then all of a sudden, like, I mean, hopefully when you're swimming, you're not just, like, in over your head. But I think sometimes that's an image, that can be an image of, of how we are with the Lord. You know, we can step in and wade. Some of you are to the beginning po- process of your relationship with God. You're just testing it out to see if it's okay. That's a good place to be. It's not a bad place to be. We do invite you in further, but at least you're in the river, all right? You're just testing it out. You're there. But now, it's, you know, you may be feeling a time to go further. Maybe you've been waiting for a while, and you can go further, and you're, you're testing it out more. You're like, okay, I'm experiencing this more. I'm up to my knees. This is good. This is good. Um, I'm not quite fully in yet. I'm not, like, swimming, but I'm, I'm here. Like, I'm experiencing what you have for me. And then you can go deeper. And where you're actually, like, committed. You're here. I'm swimming. And um, I think at this point, I'm not going to go there. But, um, uh, you know, it's just different levels of where you're at with God. And as long as you're in the river, that's great. And if you're not, you know what? There's time. Come in. Come in. We invite you in. But as you keep going deeper, then you get to a point where, It's a river he cannot cross, is what Ezekiel says. And the water is over his head. And I get a picture of just like a fast-moving river. Like if you're like, even if you're on your tiptoes, the water can just carry you. And so it's at a point where you're just saying, okay, Lord, I'm just going to let go of my control and just let you take me where you want me to go. And that's how like, that's how things happen. Like you start to see amazing things. And yet, That's also where it's most dangerous and scary because you don't know what's happening because you're letting go control. But I'm just just encouraging you guys. It's worth it. It's worth it. You're going to see it play out here in generation, and you're going to see it's worth it. It was worth it for the church. That means it can be worth it for me, all right? So, um, yeah, let's let's just pray. So, Holy Spirit, just show us your goodness. Invite us in deeper. Lord, show us your goodness. Show us your glory. You've promised your fullness to us, and we want to experience that, God. And so right now we just, we agree with you and say thank you for what you're doing in generation, and we want to see it to completion, and that um, if this this Marcus Place thing that Pastor Alex is talking about, that's where it's supposed to be, then we ask that it comes through, and that Pastor Alex hears, and that it's a breakthrough for us. And if it's something different, great. Whatever it is, we trust you, God. We trust that it's going to be worth it. And so we're going to lean in and trust you, God. But then we want you to do that in our own lives. We want more of you, and we invite you to come and take us deeper into your river and deeper into your presence and deeper into your fullness. In Jesus' name,
0: amen. Thanks, Josh. That's an awesome word. I just love what he said when he said, Our hearts were made for him, not him for our hearts. And in this moment of your life right now, maybe you're in that place where you need to make a step. Maybe like Josh says, you're in the banks of the river and you're trying to put your toe in and it's too cold. But you know, once you get in for a little bit, your toes get used to it. Maybe you've, the water's up to your toes, and but you know you need to go deeper. You need to go to your knees or you need to go to your waist. Maybe you're at your waist and you know I need to be swimming. And so just in these closing moments, just of our service, what I'm gonna ask you to do in a moment, we're gonna stand and we're just gonna pray. And if you're in that place where you know you need to make that step of faith for God, maybe you've never really experienced life in Jesus and you need to make a step, make a step of faith and saying, God, I trust in you and I want to follow you. That's the best step you'll ever take. You can make that today. Maybe you've been serving Jesus for a long time, but you know that you've been on the banks way too long and you need to make some steps of faith. And today's the day You can do that. You can decide not only in your head, but you can determine in your heart. This is where God is leading me, and what God is doing for us. I know as a church that we have agonized over making this step of faith that we're taking. And we believe in God because if not, then, well, we haven't got anything else. But we believe that God is going to come through. So I'm going to ask you to stand to your feet and if you're in that position today where you know you need to make a step of faith maybe in your life everything is clean and nice you know and, and and your life has been about keeping a clean stable but today God is challenging you to bring the ox back into the stable for the stable was made for the ox not the ox for the stable and in your life, your life can be all clean. You can have clean religion. But when God comes in, sometimes God messes things up. And today, if you feel that God is leading you, saying, let's pray a prayer today and say, God, let the ox come back in the stable today. So let's pray. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you, Jesus, that you come and speak into our hearts and that you challenge us, Lord Jesus. You challenge us to go further, to go deeper, Lord Jesus, you challenge us to to look at a Red Sea and see that you could split it. You challenge us to put our foot in the Jordan River so you can stop it. God, you challenge us to walk around walls of Jericho so we can see them come down. And Lord Jesus, today we are praying and we're believing that you are going to do amazing, mighty things, Lord, as we take steps of faith for you, Lord Jesus. Father, we're believing that you're going to show up. And Lord, if we're in this place today, God, and, and, and we, we, we are more concerned, with keeping everything clean and tidy and everything right and make sure everything is in order, Lord Jesus. Father, we just come and we submit to you today. And Lord, we say, God, if you need to mess it up, then mess it up, Lord. For we want to be about you. Our hearts are for you. And so, Father God, we pray that faith will arise in this place today. Lord, that we will step out in faith for you. And we will see you do infinitely more than what we could ever ask or even think of. And so, God, we're believing for greater things to come. Lord, and I just pray for anybody in this place today who is willing to take a step of faith to go a little further, a little deeper into you. Father, I pray that the blessing and the comfort of God will just be upon them. The peace of God will be with them. And joy will just flood their hearts in this place today, we ask. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Have a great week. And we'll see you next week.